JB, what does that mean? Fuck Joe Biden. We're live on the air That's right good. now. That's good. Okay, perfect. all right, all right, all right. All right. Um, and so, so why, why do you think, uh, why, why do you want to fuck Joe Biden? I really don't want to fuck Joe Biden. Our, our, look around, look around. Everybody wants to fuck Joe Biden. Is that what? I guess. Yeah. I'm your host, Byron. And this is Michael. And you're listening to the only podcast in the North Charleston diaspora that's still spinning off these perks like it's a laundromat. (laughs) You can give us a call at 843-410-8531. Leave us an email, contact management at codypod2977 at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can also keep up with the podcast. Uh, you can hear, you can get us on any platform: Google Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, what else we on? Amazon Podcast, Pandora, Pod, Pod, Podbean. Oh, good old Podbean. Oh, good old Faithful. Yep. Soon enough, you can catch us in other places as well. Just keep up with the podcast. In the show notes, you will see our email subscriber sign up join that email list so you can keep up with it so you can know the new announcements what we're working on so we can interact with you directly i promise you we will not spam you we'll just let you know when new episodes coming out and we'll be doing something big maybe we'll do a giveaway or two who knows don't hold me to it but we might yeah right you know, yeah, yeah. He- heavy on the might Heavy. Heavy on the mic. Hey, heavy. With a dash yes. of maybe. Right. Just a just 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 a swiggle. A swiggle of maybe. Just uh just a, you know. Keep hope alive. But yeah, you are listening to the Children of the Internet podcast. As we always do around this time. Happy New Year. First off, it is happy, we made it twenty twenty two. Yeah. We made it. I'm out applause. Praise break. Praise break. Yes, we made it. We got over the hump. Thank you once again to some good old fashioned hopper jaws. Oh, yeah. Right. 2021 wasn't easy, but look, we still here, ain't we? Most of us. Yeah. Statistically, we lost at least two listeners. Yeah. Yeah. But. but Everybody else at the sound of my voice is here. So raise your hand if you're not here. It looks like everybody's here. There you go. And, yeah. and let's think let's think of it like this. Those two listeners that we lost, they weren't fans anyway. They were just haters. And plus they were probably toxic. The breath stank. Uh just all broken up inside, hated themselves, just ooh, all around ooh, toxic Mike, was, pieces of shit. I was I was referencing that we lost them to due to COVID. Oh, 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 well then, uh, uh, rest in peace. Uh, uh, Praise right, cool. yeah, yeah. the dead. Yeah, rest in peace. Yep. Uh, but as we always started around this time, we start this podcast out on a high note with what we call We See You, which is our little corner of black excellence. It's the way we let 
the folks, the blacks who are doing the excellence know that we appreciate them and everything they're doing. So, Mike, you always kick this thing off. Why don't you go and do it one more time? With another I can do that. We see you entry. Yeah. Uh, Byron, can I talk about my LBs for one second? Uh, do it, man. Yeah, yeah. I really want to talk about they my LBs. Love I, too. We got love on them the same way we love on everybody else. Absolutely. I want to. I want to make sure I give them my flowers. And uh, for the two LBs in particular, one from the front of the line, one from the back of the line. Uh, let's see. Where can I start? Matter of fact, I'll start from the back of the line. Um, let me give a huge. We see you. To my number 19, Mr. Cayman Singleton. Uh, recently, he has just been awarded with the... Oh, excuse me. Let me let me give just a quick background on him. Uh, hailing from the, the great city of Andrew, South Carolina. Uh, state grad. Graduated with an English major. I mean, graduated with an English degree. And more recently, he has been honored with a Teacher of the Year at Hayward Gibbs Middle School. Uh, once a round of applause for you first, Rick. Come on, give it to him. Give it to him. Let him hear it. Let him, let him feel it. That's that's my LB. More specifically, yes. more specifically, my singing LB. And speaking of singing LB, as uh, as of more more recently, as I was perusing his Facebook page, uh, looks like he's been uh, on his hustle game. Being that I know that the hustle that he is using his voice, using his teaching acumen, the whole nine, but specifically his singing acumen, um, <coughs> he will be doing uh, singing telegrams. Uh, according to the fire here, surprise your loved one with a musical moment that will be remembered for a lifetime. For as low as $50, prices may vary depending on location. You choose someone special, choose one song, and your special someone will be serenaded. And trust and believe that boy can sing. Like, yeah. Now, Mike, the, the big question is, That's is right. it just positive singing grams? What if I needed him to pull up on somebody in the Butter Biscuit Brigade and sing Look at the Coons? Is Kenny... <laughs> Can he do it, or is that like a, is that off limits? Do I have to pay extra? I mean, as a favor for me, I will. I'm. I think he'll do it for you, <laughs> and and sing it with such just uh, that soul that mm, make you have that ugly face to it. Like, uh, damn, that boy can sing. So, but no. Um, matter of fact, I'll put all his contact information, or I'll put all his contact information in the show notes. At the same time, I'll make sure I capture this flyer and put it on our uh, our IG page so he can get the love, especially with Valentine's Day's coming up. So, you know, for your for your special loved one, let let my LB came in, uh, serenade the missus. I mean, I ain't gonna promise that he'll steal your chick, but, you know, at least she enjoy herself, because that's what counts, right? It's her being happy, right? So, just saying. So, it's, <laughs> it, it is what it, it is. What it is. But other than that, uh, let's see. On down to my, my number four, my quad, uh, Dr. Aaron Hare. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, it, for the, as long as I've known him, he has been one of those guys that... Uh, He's the jack of all trades, where if it's not bartending, if it's not being a motorcycle enthusiast, uh, uh, let us skydive and uh, just uh, 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 grill master, just homeowner, just all a bunch of things that Aaron has always been known for, on top of being a a podiatrist. Uh, But one of his hobbies in particular, he's kind of really stepped out on faith on and really tried to, you know, 
try to make some money off it. And you can't knock them for it. It's something that we all should do as far as our hobbies and side hustles and so on and so forth. But um, he is a big gun enthusiast. He is a huge believer in your sec in the Second Amendment rights. He is a, uh, he's big on making sure that we as a people protect ourselves by any means. So he started up with his partner, uh, Doc and 12. And as a, uh, according to his write-up, Doc and 12 is here to serve your firearm training needs, specializing in concealed weapons permit training and general firearms education. No matter if your goal for train, uh, excuse me, no matter if your goal for training is for self-defense or recreation, we got you covered. Welcome to Doc and 12. Uh, also, uh, I'll make sure I include in the show notes his information for his Facebook page because he's like I said, he's offering lessons. And I believe I don't know if it's every weekend or uh, two weeks out the month, though. But I, though he's in Florence, a lot of those classes are on a Sunday. Oh, excuse me. Sunday morning in Sumter. But like I said, I'll make sure I give uh, I'll make sure I put all the information in the show notes. So, I mean, if you're looking to get your uh, concealed weapons permit and the whole nine or like you said, just want to practice on your shooting and everything. I'll let my my LB doctor Aaron Hale hailing from the great city of Orangeburg, South Carolina. So shout out to my LBs. I want to make sure I plug them, get, get, get the, I want them to get their money, get their love, uh, continue uh, building up their wealth for their families, their loved ones. So to my LBs, I love you. I salute you and I'll keep doing it. Yo, <clears throat> shout out to the LBs. Shout out to Mike's LBs. Big teams, Guan. Big teams, Guan. Guan on, Big teams, Guan. Wow. My youth. Yeah. Oh, does that does that conclude it? Are there? I know there I are know. more LBs. I mean, I mean, my LBs do dope shit all the time. Though, but the, these two in particular was the the, the, the more recent uh, occurrences. <laughs> hey man, well, we'd love to hear it. Shout out to them. Uh, but yeah, man, let's uh let's keep the WCU sh- moving forward and. I know I do a lot of repeat we see use, but I love to do re-CU callbacks. Um, we see you callbacks and just kind of really show how some of these folks have progressed and the amazing things that they're doing right now, not only for the community, but for the world. And one of those people is Mr. Rajan Lewis. Mr. Rajan Lewis recently announced uh, right at the top of the year uh, that he will be running for uh, rep- House Representative for District 97, South Carolina. Big things nice. going. Uh, nice. He'll be uh, he'll be taking part in the upcoming special election. Uh, I think that what's you know, Mike. You you know that I know you're very uh, civically involved. You know the date. Uh, I just saw the date. Uh, damn, because it's May seventeenth, twenty twenty two, bro, brother. There you go. Yeah. I, listen, this isn't a plug. This is not, this is not a paid endorsement. But I just know Res from working with them very closely. He is the executive director of a mentoring organization that is all about building up the youth, um, both men, uh, young men, and young women in the low country and he's all about it he's a community leader uh a veteran he's educator he's educated 
Um, and above all, he a Democrat. He a big old leftist. So <laughs> shout out to Rez. Uh, we support you. We support you in all your endeavors. Uh, I will also leave his website here in the show notes. And hopefully, who's ever tracking his Google Analytics should see a huge influx of of the source being the children of the internet podcast so he knows that they're all coming from us mm. but yeah we support you Riz we're ready for you to do big things and hopefully in the next uh, next 10 years we can say like Riz for president so mm. Riz for Prez listen mm. we already got your hashtag ready wow did it yeah yeah I'm pretty sure Riz's first order of business that became president <laughs> Don't. <laughs> the Rez's first order of business if he became president would be, of course, to to, to uh, make the patent leather Jordan Elevens available for all citizens. I co-sign that. I will. I, I, I will lead the charge. Uh, boots on the ground for that effort. Take, patent leather. You know, yeah, take taking calls, uh, parades, door to door, you know, solicitation. Just you know, I'm there for it. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, um, another we see you shout out. That's kind of a follow up. Is a shout out to my homie, um, DJ sister Mrs. Mrs. Samira Owens, who at one point I I feel like was considered num- the number one house DJ in the city of Charleston, but you know, the, the reviews are still out, <laughs> but this is just about her being a great DJ. It's about her being, uh, excelling, being excellent in her field, uh, which is design. Design is something I care deeply about. Design thinking is something I stand firmly by in every aspect. Uh, I try to apply it to everything I do. And she is a person who is the living, breathing epitome of design thinking. Uh, you can find her online. Check out her portfolio. She's doing big things as a UX designer for a uh, for a pretty big corp, uh, company right now, while also still servicing the community by providing uh, servicing the community and her clients by providing freelance services, web design, branding. UX, UI, all the things while still turning loose on them turntables. Fam. Mm. Mm. Fam. Mm. Go mm. ahead now. Go ahead now. Go on. All right, we see you. All right, now we see you. I see you, Listen, sis. They say get you somebody that can do both. She can do both. Mm. She can do all of it, all the things. But I check her out at samiramiche.com. Uh, you check out her website, check out some of her her work, contact her for booking information, work with her, get her involved in your next creative web project, your next branding project. She even did the album cover for Benny Starr's A Water album. Ooh, I did not she, know that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Did did the cover for that. Has been doing nice. a lot of work for Benny over the years and other artists. So a lot of your favorite artists, you know, she's DJ for John Boyega and and Ari Lennox, because she was also there. Like, she <laughs> did very big moves. 
She's DJed a, a few of my house parties. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but Samira, you're listening. If you're listening, shout out you for listening first off. But big shout out to you and a big we see you. Keep doing your thing. We love it. We love to see it. Also, shout out to Rez. We love to see it. And we support you. But that concludes my WCUs. Mm. There we go. Snap it up one time. Snap it up one time. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Coffee snaps. Coffee shop snaps. Coffee shop snaps. Speaking of coffee shop snaps. Mike, I hear... I hear you over there brewing up a fresh cup of coffee for the people. Absolutely. Yes, I do. Listen, coffee is our segment of uh, life pro tips. Our our do this, not that. Our little tidbit, our knowledge dart, our knowledge nuggets that we pick up and we throw at you from our podcast. So you can know some things and we can teach you what we know. And hopefully you leave this podcast a little better than you came. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we provide you with coffee, the shit that keeps you woke. And we don't provide you with that tea, which is just other people's business. So mm. you about mm. to get this coffee today. Mike. Yes, sir. I know you got a fresh <laughs> cup of Joe for the people. I get you got a fresh cup of Joe Byron for the people. Let's what you got. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Once again, this one's for the fellas. And this work is a <laughs> This is not so a fellas, work that meat. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a work that shaft moment, but it's just as equally as important. Um hey there guys. <clears throat> let me let me hunker down and Put my hat to the back and put my you chair sound, backwards. You, you, you low key sound like Stanley from Friday. Like, listen, fellas. Uh, hey there, bros. <laughs> but no, all right. So, um, hey, I see you out there, black man. You're doing it. You, you're in your career. You're killing it in your respective field, no matter if it's education, IT, engineering, uh, trade, or what have you. You're doing it. You're you're breaking generational curses. You're living the dream. You're 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 investing in your 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 mental health, your wealth, especially your, whether that be into the the the, the SP five hundred. Mutual funds, Roth IRA, you're killing it, young man. You got that. You got that credit score where it's like at least seven fifty and or seven fifty and above. You're doing it. I salute you. But I got one question for you. How your towels looking? Whoop 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 whoop! Don't don't go in that. Don't go. <laughs> don't go in that closet. Go look at it. Just for for real. How you, how your towels and face cloth looking? Ooh, like are are they are they looking kind of kind of worn? Looking kind of the same. We got some of the same ones mixed in from college. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Never yeah, threw yeah, them yeah. away. You yeah, never yeah, you never yeah. tossed to the side. <laughs> they 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 got don't... some they've got some mileage on them. Like you know, whether it be the it's starting to lose some of the threading along the sides. It's probably got some holes in it. 
Like, like it's it's okay. You can tell. You can tell got, us. Got, it's, it's right. got stains in it that never really came out. And you wash it anyway. It's exactly. like, oh, I'll just use that for a cleaning rag. Yeah, but you didn't uh, use it for a cleaning uh, rag. You, you, you did. You did. You did. <laughs> you you hey, cleaned hey, your hey, body with it afterwards. Hey, hey, it's 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 just Uncle Mike and Byron. We, we, we're here. This is hey, a judgment free zone. Yeah, we, we just we just safe space. Completely safe space. I'm not judging. Hey, hey, there, young man. We've all been there. Hey. I just want to be the first to tell you it's okay to retire them. It's it's perfectly fine. Especially if, regardless if you're a bachelor or you got a, a nice uh, young tenderone in your life that you're about to take it to that next level with. Just she she loves you, but Let she doesn't go. know how she doesn't know how to tell you or she probably has told you to let them go. It's okay. Like just like Byron said, those, those were probably with you since either college or when you moved out to your parents' house and you started working, and those were some of your first investments. I understand. Trust me, I understand. We've all been there, but it's time, my G. Let it go. Don't, don't let hey. it go. Or, or or more so, if you're if you like me, you saw <laughs> you saw this past season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, specifically episode three, when Larry David was talking about his ratty towels and how uh, more absorbent they are than fresh towels. Trust me, I understand. I laughed at it too. I thought this shit was hilarious. But my my guy, my brother, my dude. But it's time. It's it's time to let let them go. Like <laughs> you don't need them anymore. It's it's time. Matter of fact, it's it's time to it's time to go to 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 that Bed Bath and Beyond and sign up for their coupons where you can get the depending on uh, they come out if if not like bi monthly, either get that twenty percent off on your total order or a single order. It's time to take advantage of that. And matter of fact, matter of fact, listen, buy that twenty nine dollar uh, membership. It's twenty nine dollars a year. It pays for itself. Right. Matter it fact, pays no. for itself. And, and, and more so, you're at the level now. No, don't do Target. T- Target is for the basics. Ooh. I know that's 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 a hot one. I know, I know, that's a hot one. I, that's a hot one. Wow. You you are wow. you are better than, you are better than Target, young man. And I know I just hurt some feelings with by saying that, but no, 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 no. You're better and than my that. Eardrums. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're you're better than that, young man. Matter of fact, take it a step further. Go to Belk. Go go to your nearest Belks. Wow. And and matter of fact, before I even say all that, getting this new is... towels of getting new towels of face cloth will raise your credit score. I guarantee you that. But back to what I was saying, go go to your Belks. In the hierarchy of all your home goods stores, Belks is so much higher than Target. But once again, once again, I'm going to throw this out there. I know this ain't the bougie black answer or the bougie black suggestion, but uh, Sam's Club got some good ass towels. That's nice. But no, we're going to go beyond that. We're going to go beyond. Uh, go, Go to Belks. Go invest in either whether it be uh, Nautica, uh, Lacoste, or what have you. Go invest but those ain't in those brands. I want you to they go invest. Invest in those towels, young man. I want you to be Listen. better. And matter of fact, get started. You start, can buy get, get, hotel get, grade get, towels get, get at Sam's a, Club. Get a get a belt credit card. Go purchase a few. Take yourself a little bit at a time. Pay it off right there, and boom, there go your credit score. And you thought I was just saying some shit just to be saying it. I said it's just gonna raise your credit score. You are gonna be great, young man. I want you to be great. Byron wants you to be great. The girl that you, the girl or girls you with, they want you to be great. Get new towels, my G, and you'll thank us for it later. 
But other Listen, than that, go get the good <laughs> hotel grade, a thousand count or whatever, a thousand, thousand thread, thread count, count towels. <laughs> Listen, they are in there. Listen, you get the whole set. It it ain't gonna be cheap necessarily, but oh no, it's, it's gonna not be, gonna be cheap. It's, it's gonna an investment for a long time. Don't pick up them dollar towels from the dollar from the Don't dollar do generals. It. Don't do it. Stop stop getting. I understand Don't. you bought them in a pinch a couple years ago because you were just, oh, I got a girl coming in town. My towels suck. Let me go get a full size towel. Like, no. No. Just, just go. Just Go ahead and do the same. Yeah, just, Join the and, club. And don't, but what, once again, don't buy it all at once. Just do a little bit at a time. And then before you know it, after a couple months or three, you'll have a complete set. And trust me, it pays for itself. And the women of your life will thank you for it. So you're welcome. And lastly, the Let's Go Brandon chant. Uh, for those that don't know, that is a diss to Joe Biden. It all started at, uh, <laughs> it was at some uh, um, NASCAR race uh, last September, to be exact. And I guess the folks at said race were saying, fuck Joe Byron. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to say Joe wow. Byron, shit. They were, saying, wow. fuck Joe. <laughs> they were saying, fuck Joe Biden. And the reporter at the time who was interviewing, I think, oh, buddy's name was Brandon Brown, mistook and thought that they were saying, let's go, Brandon. So, and then from there, you know how the internet goes, they get a, a snippet of that, and that shit just took the fuck off. So, anytime you see, like when I saw it, uh, uh, 18-wheeler, and on the decal, it says, let's go, Brandon, just know that dude is probably a Trump supporter, <laughs> and he does not give two fucks about Joe Biden. So, right. that's what that and means. The wildest part is... I understand not liking Joe Biden. Completely understandable. But to say fuck the guy as if he's done anything, you know, like he's no worse of a war criminal than any other United (laughs) President of the U.S. Like, I think it just comes along with the job. So it's like he's no worse than the other guys. It's just it seems like a weird hill to stand to die on is what I'm saying. Like he's the like he's the most he's very middle of the road like uh, a moderate's uh, moderate <laughs> it, the the most moderate you can possibly get he is the most directly in the middle person I could think of to ever be president in my life and it's just wild that people hate him. like I I don't I don't see it I don't see it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, know. But, but, but what do we maybe, know? Maybe I'm just too much of a leftist, a libtard, if you will. Actually, lo- you know what? I take what that back. Libtard is, is that's insensitive. But go ahead. I was about to say the the, the local left or whatever uh, Fox News be calling. Was it uh, the, the uh, radical left? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm part of the radical left. We meet up at the skate park on Friday nights and <laughs> shred it up. Me and the bros shred. Listening to your 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 raps and your cool phrases and wearing Ooh, your pants S- down your spit down your ass. shirts and SB dunks. <laughs> exactly, with your cool yeah. lingos and so on and so forth. My bad. I got us away from our 
educational <laughs> section. <laughs> Mike, continue with the education. No, 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 that was it. So anytime you hear uh, fuck Joe Byron, uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me, anytime you hear let's go Brandon, it's really fuck Joe Biden. So, yeah. And that's all I got. Got it. Hey, black man. Or black woman. Or white woman. White White man. Uh, Or any other race or ethnicity in the spectrum. So you, like many others, you started investing. Um, I think it's a great thing. Uh, It unfortunately has become a necessity because if you don't, you will be eating cat food out of a a pop-top can by the time you're of retirement age at the very young age of 95 years old. Um, But once you reach retirement age, you want to make sure you're in a good place. You know, make sure you can sell off some of those investments and live off of them. But like the rest of us, you probably ain't going to make it to retirement age. But you still going to have a family. Because I know y'all don't wrap it up out there. <laughs> Get a beneficiary for all those crypto, stock, uh, the retail stock accounts y'all got, the crypto accounts y'all got, the uh, your IRAs, your bank accounts, everything. You should mm. have a beneficiary. Any bank, uh, credit union, um, any brokerage account, any crypto account, they should have a program or an option for you to add a beneficiary. And listen, if they do not, get your fucking money out of there as soon as possible. You don't know when your time is coming. And when it does, you don't want to make it hard for your family to be able to get the things that belong to you. Mm. Mm. Right. I think you can leave say, behind. Say, say that one more time, Byron. Say that one more time. You don't want to make it hard for your family and loved ones to retrieve the things that are that belong to you. It's very important that you make sure you have your your crypto keys. Make sure you got those written written out somewhere. Mm. Make sure those are available to your family members. Hold, Always hold, have a beneficiary for everything. Hold, hold on, hold. Hey, yo, my man, are you are you listening right now? He is dropping he science on you. He, yo, what, yo. Hey, come, come he on, too, friend. He, he too busy he, in Clubhouse. Yeah, yo, yo give, give, me that God, give me that goddamn phone and listen. This could get off that damn phone. That's what's going on. <laughs> but yes, have a beneficiary. I can't tell you how beneficial <laughs> that's going to be. And it's one of those things like, yeah, it may not matter in the short term, but bam, you get hit by a bus. Bam, you got COVID. Bam! The draft of World War Three starts, and what? What happens? Hmm? Yo, yo, ass is the first one that got clipped. Mm. Bam! Mm-hmm. You listen. You reach for your license registration too fast. Now what? Now that 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 three hundred fifty dollars you got in Bitcoin, how your mom gonna get that? Huh? How your wife gonna get that? Mm. How your kids gonna get it? It's gonna sit there in the ether. Forever, it's gonna be on the blockchain, unused, untapped, gaining interest. Mm. I love that mercy. No, I don't want that for you, and you don't want that for yourself. So, 
do the right thing. Get beneficiaries. Make sure your loved ones have your keys. Make sure they have access to your things and stuff in case things ever go belly up, which they will. I, I think the key word you should throw out there is trusted loved ones. Not trusted just anybody. Ones, of course. Trusted. Trusted. Yeah, absolutely. Trusted loved ones. Um, yeah. Um, my business owners out there, again, like in the last year, you probably started a business too. Stop commingling your personal and business funds. Stop commingling your personal and business funds. Mm. Stop commingling your personal and business funds. Ma'am, he's saying it three times because you're not paying attention. He's looking right I, at you. I know you Negroes need to hear things three times. I study Dr. Umar. I know how this works. <laughs> but for real, stop commingling them. Like, listen, don't be using... Don't be using your uh, your business debit card to pay for your personal transactions. Mm. Don't pay for anything with your business debit or credit card. That's not a business transaction. Because it may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen uh, for, I don't know, how, how backed up is the IRS right now? I don't know. It may not happen for the next four or five years. But guess what? It will happen one day. You will get audited and they will come after that ass. Absolutely. Yeah. If if <laughs> if we didn't learn anything from 2020 when it comes to the government and their money, oh, they going to collect, baby. Listen, they don't fuck around. They, <laughs> they don't they, fuck, they, they will they collect. Gonna, they will collect. This ain't, someone, this ain't the time to run through the plug now. As someone who's owed and paid taxes before, they will collect. Under any circumstance, what's the IRS thousand and zero? What's that? What's that? What's the IRS? Uh, uh, what are they a thousand and zero? Yeah, bro they 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 gonna get theirs every time. You can't beat them <laughs> unless you go off the grid. Then you kind of beat them, but you also <laughs> like, once you go off the grid, you kind of lost already. You know what I mean? So yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> yeah. I, it, 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 that's 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 a that's the thing of hey, stall them out. How, how long can you last off the grid? Right. They're going to find you eventually. <laughs> They're going to find you eventually. You're like, you know what? I will sign that 1099B. Bam. Got your ass. Got your ass. Stop yeah. them out, Debo. Um, yeah. So stop commingling your business and personal funds. Stop it. Um, For my other folks, um, Consider getting a uh, fixed rate electric bill. Now, I know this is a controversial take. I know a lot of I know everybody isn't on board with this. But as someone who has a monthly budget that I try to stick to as hard as I can, Mm -hmm. it's no fun when your electric bill is fluctuating all the time. You have no idea what to expect Mm -hmm. or you can just give a call up to your your uh local dominions or your your Duke energies your georgia powers your uh edison uh give a call up to them and say like hey sign me up for one of those and and definitely big shout out to you if you're part of a co-op but if you're not a part of a co-op like berkeley electric you're a part of something else and you can give them a call up and say like hey 
I want a fixed rate electric bill. Take those past three months of my usage and average them out and charge me that every month for the rest of the time I'm your customer. And they'll do it. And then you'll have the same amount billed to you every month, no matter if you go over, if you're under. Of course, it's a detriment to you if you're under, but I don't know. You you shouldn't be that high anyway. What are you doing? Mining Bitcoin from home? Hmm? What's up? But yeah, do that. Get your like get them get them finances in order. Keep them in order, and you can do that with a fixed rate electric bill. Admittedly, I think this was this was a few years ago. I, I tried it for like a few months, and this is just me. And yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. I'd rather just because in my head I was like, well, I already have an idea. I've lived on my own, especially in this house, for long enough, so I know what my bills should look, look like in different seasons. So it's like I will already kind of you know psych myself forward when those time comes, especially of course in the summertime. You know the AC is going to be going, so around I think that July time frame, you know it's going to be high so you're already going ahead like i said you're going to psych you up psych yourself up for it so when it comes around that fall time or winter time you know it's going to be kind of lower so but that's just me yes yeah. yes that's just that's just me hey, Try for yourself. Over, take those three months that you've uh you know the the lowest usage your lowest usage months and then get it averaged out over those gotcha. i think that's how it works yeah yeah uh, like and, and the last thing Mike talked about those black men that got the 750 credit scores and the the finances in order and driving the bins and got the money in the bank. Mm. But for the rest of us, there are more options. So, you apply for something. uh, Some line of credit or something. I don't know. Credit card. something. Something that requires them to run your credit. And you get denied immediately. It's like, dang, what happened? You most likely got denied by an algorithm that's basing your your qualification criteria on some wildly specific uh, criteria. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, you got you got denied. Most people just take it on the nose, like, well, I just wasn't meant for that. It's like, but what you can do is consider reconsideration. Almost every lender or creditor has a reconsideration department or a hotline that you can just call and say like hey i applied for a line of credit with y'all and got denied could y'all reconsider it here's my situation and nine times out of ten they'll at least consider it that that doesn't mean you're gonna get it necessarily because they might just list out your debt to income ratio and whatever else gets you denied for credit shit but at least there's always an option there's no problem that picking up the phone and talking to somebody won't solve. I'm a firm believer in that. Mm. Yeah. That's real. So that's real. That's real. Listen, hard times come. But you know what lasts? Hard people hard people. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bars. Yeah. Bars. All yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You gotta be hard to go through hard times. That's right. Uh, That's right. Continue, you know, you know, say, you, say it with a little bit more uh, confidence. There you go. If you hard, if you're trying to, yo, 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 talk you, to, if yo, talk to these devils. The harder you are, the harder you'll uh-huh. be able to pound uh-huh. it out in yeah. life and yeah. and last longer and blow life's back out. Blow it out. <laughs> yeah. Glow, glow, glow. 
Yes. Jackhammer life. <laughs> Take life to pound town. There you go. Yeah. But that wraps it up for the coffee. For the, That might be the wildest segment of coffee that we've ever had. I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was a little out there, but y'all got what y'all needed. Exactly. Yeah, that was pretty. Now y'all can was, go. I was listen was to the rest damn, of the podcast. That was pretty damn informative, I say. So it really was. It really was. I feel like we were actually dropping actual knowledge darts, knowledge um, mother of all bombs, if you will. Mm. Mm. Knowledge, uh, knowledge nukes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We just Hiroshima your mind. Mm. Now let's 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 take a moment and let you gather your thoughts. Yeah. Get them together. We're gonna pay a quick bill. You you think about what the hell you're gonna do with your life. And we'll be right back after this quick message from a sponsor. Mm. The letter Z. The twenty-sixth and last letter of the English alphabet. In the semantic language, the symbol for Z was represented as Zan and also was the seventh letter. The Greek form of Z was a close copy of the Felician symbol I. In Old Latin, Z, written as S, became R and the symbol for Z became useless. It was taken away from the alphabet and replaced with the new letter G. Around the first century BC, the letter Z was put back in the alphabet again, but at the end of the Latin alphabet. In cartoons, it's represented as the sound for sleeping, snoozing, and snoring. In particle physics, Z stands for the Z boson. In chemistry, Z stands for the atomic number. The barbershop, a staple in any black community. The hub for culture, style, fashion, politics, sports, entertainment, music, conspiracy theories, commerce, religion, old black men with Bluetooth, yelling, roasting, laughing, Louis P. Aprons, Netflix documentaries you don't care to watch, or a Netflix movie you've probably already seen, some snot-nosed, loud-crying kid, engineering, design, a vending machine, long weights, short weights, barberside for aesthetics, hair braiding, and all other type of blickety-black-black-black-blackety-black-black-blackness. It's the place where young boys come to be men. This week's episode is brought to you by... Black barbershops and the letter Z. No matter where you're from or what part of town you live in, if you see a barbershop with a Z in the title, there's a damn good chance it's a black barbershop. Now back to the show. And we back. Well, what a what an ad read! Wow, I didn't expect that. But hey, all right, they just be sending over whatever. But 
Mike, it's that time of year again. And by time of year again, I mean a brand new year that we have never experienced before because mm-hmm. time is perpetually moving forward. And that's just in everyone to existential crisis. If you think about it, mm. all that time you can never get it back. Gone mm-hmm. and lost forever. The year is 2022. We just left 21 in the past. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm not going to say the dreaded words, but you, I'm feeling I'll say pretty it for good. you. I'll say it for you. New year, new me. <laughs> no. It's going to be your year. No. <laughs> Damn it. Now we're doing to repeat the year all over again. Shit. Damn it. It's going to be 2020 all over again. Damn it. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. I, I didn't know that we were leaving that phrase back there. My bad. Listen, I think I'm once sorry, we were guys. going into 2020 and everybody was saying, this is going to be my year. And it turned out to be the worst year on record. Like, I I think we were like, you know what? We're never saying that shit again. Mm. So I think it's been okay thus far. I haven't, like, I've only experienced good things so far um, since 2020 began. So now, granted, now, granted, we said that this time. Yeah, but I said we said that in literally the first week of last year. The next thing we know, uh, them folks sat there and ran up in the uh, Capitol. Right. Almost immediately. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, shit, man. We were, we were off to a rough start. Yeah, so. that last year got off to the roughest start. Because I, oh, let's see, did anything good happen? I mean, I think we were already kind of optimistic because uh, Trump was leaving office. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. 2021 ain't going to be that bad. Like, I, 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 I might fuck with 2021. And then it came around. It's like, okay, it's going okay. I remember because I was supposed to go to the inauguration. Really? Oh yes, I was supposed to go to the inauguration. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, and uh, that did not happen. Mm. Yeah, yep. So, yeah, because they weren't letting people in DC. Like people could only leave, but you can even like <laughs> go about the actual metropolitan area of DC. Like you had to stay. And I'm so glad I didn't go. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it would have been a wild ride. But matter of fact, yeah. had 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 you gone and let's say you were able to come back safe and sound, you would have been able to participate in the no fly list. Oh, I think it was the hashtag versus the challenge where you saw everybody that participated in the actual uh, insurrection uh, <laughs> get hauled off. Yeah, you get hauled off either from their, literally as they're sitting on the plane and you see marshals coming in and snatching their ass up or at the airport crying saying, no, what are you, why are you doing this to me? No, no. You could have been right there filming all of it. Like, look at these dumbasses. Look at them. Yeah, I get been. those th- get those thugs out of here. Yeah, I could have yeah, could have got the content. You could have got the content. Mike, yes, the content was out there. Yeah. But, I mean, I could have been I could have been that black dude that just showed up to the Capitol riots that said he was there to just film, quote unquote. <laughs> I know what you were there for. We all know what you were there for. What was he there we for, know. sir? What was he there we for? know what he was there for. <laughs> we know. We know what you were doing up there. I don't know. Yeah. He was tap dancing for the Butter Biscuit Brigade. So I don't know what the fuck that dude was doing. I don't I was looking at the um uh what's that? Uh it's a documentary on Hulu now. It's like by ABC or CBS, one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's I guess like a docu series and they're talking about uh 
like 24 hours at the Capitol or 24 hours and in the insurrection, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking back at the video and I'm like, man, I forgot how rough this shit was. It's like these like I don't know how the alt right people on the internet are trying to play this up as if it was like, hey man, they just they were just protesting. I was like, no, they were beating the shit out of people. Like, like they yeah. were smearing their poop on the walls. Somebody put blood on one of the statues in the in the uh in the in the, the foyer area yeah. forget, in the Capitol building, but I forget it's like that in the rotunda of the Capitol yeah, building. Yeah, the rotunda, I was like, yeah. Yo, this is crazy. Like and, this is absolutely crazy. And I, I can't I don't know, man. That was just that that every all of those things are just forever burned into my memory. But you you also can't help but to think about uh especially the the the, the, the key players as far as Republican either congressmen or senators or whatever go, they kept saying, No, those were protesters. They, it was it it wasn't Trump supporters. It it was you know, the, the there were peaceful protesters out there, uh protesting against the big the big lies, so on and so forth. I'm like You mean the niggas outside <laughs> trying to kill you? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Those I, protesters. Yeah, I don't think those were protesters, buddy. They look yeah, like. I think, so. I think that's uh, what most <laughs> cartoons and comic books would call an angry, murderous mob. Yeah, of I think they uh, had pitchforks and torches. Yeah, dude. I don't. Uh, I don't. I, once again, I don't know what you're gonna earn by downplaying what this was. Matter of fact, it was just today uh uh i was watching um stephen colbert and he was making fun of the fact of how your boy uh cruz uh he i guess he was speaking on the 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 anniversary of the insurrection and he actually called those folks terrorists but then he went on tucker carlson trying to backtrack of saying like you know i didn't no, i didn't mean to call them terrorists They they were really protesters and then of all people, Tucker Carlson was pulling his card on it. It was like, no, don't say that you didn't mean to say that. Such and such, such. I was like, nigga, yeah. if you got of all people to to pull your card that's on the same side of you, you have Tucker Carlson calling bullshit on you. I'm like, that lets me know that uh, Cruz is a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, the senator in our great state of of South oh. Carolina, and and in the great uh, uh, locate his office located in the great city of Greenville. Uh, he was the first person that I remember coming out to say is like, "Hey man, this is this is going too far. Hey, I, we had our fun. I'm out. We're done with this. I'm I'm, I'm over it. Let's let's just let's let, cut the malarkey. Hey hey guys, come on now, cut it out. Come, come on, come, come on, on, cut it out, guys. Come, come on, come on, guys. And then, matter of fact, speaking of get, get a little nigga's ball back. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the 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 funny thing going back to last year with uh, Graham about the the video around that time of the no fly list and when it, whatever I think it was he was at um, Reagan or wherever and the folk was booing him, uh, chasing him, calling him a traitor and whatever, whatever. I'm like, see and that motherfucker backpedaled like <laughs> shit within like a week. He was like, huh? I ain't never said I was dying. I don't know what y'all talking about. It's like uh, 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 Kyle Hitler or whatever <laughs> else he said during that time. I was like, "Yo, what the?" It's like, my like, nigga, G- we you know we got you recorded, right? Like, nigga, we like nigga, you? we we sent you, we sent we, we you, we all seen you, we all saw you. <laughs> 
<sighs> I was like, Boy. man, you know, for that for that brief moment, I was actually proud of South Carolina. I was like, look at that. Yeah, I was right. All these motherfuckers is just acting. And yep. Lindsey Graham of South Carolina was the first person to come around and say, like, hey, man, we was just fucking around till it got serious. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's how that's literally how I felt that day, because I felt like they were beginning. Those people were getting condemned by like every every little uh, uh, what do you call them? The grifters, mm-hmm. the the talking heads of the Republican Party. Everybody was condemning them. Mm-hmm. Literally just coming out was like, yo, I, I just wanted some votes. I didn't know this shit was going to happen. And then the like, ones that were in on it, they were like, nah, bro, y'all doing the right thing. Yeah, bro. Like, they, we got conspiracy theorists on the hill, bro, making decisions about our country. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So, needless to say, very, very wild year in politics. It's like, damn. Because, hell, going back to last year when we were talking about, you know, our predictions and so on and so forth, I mean... Looking at mines, I, I said the 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 GOP will aggressively recruit at HBCUs. Specifically, Mitch McConnell is going to call out a uh, Bootsy to to do some type of program or whatever, whatever. Yeah, I haven't seen that come true yet. I'm holding out for that. I also not yet have seen. Well, okay, because uh, I think at the time when we recorded the um, our, our predictions, the insurrection already happened. So I, of course, predicted the thing about uh, someone black will attempt to own someone white or someone's white generational wealth. And that was all based on the fact of uh, how folks was getting caught up. And we, of course, it would have been a very natural assumption that you're committing treason, that you was going to get a shitload of jail time because and it's not just no state prison or whatever. You're getting federal fucking time. But I'd be damned if. These folks that, you know, did get arrested and did get sent to uh, prison, that they went there for like anywhere ranging from like six months to maybe a couple years. I could have sworn it was supposed to be much longer than that, regardless if they copped a plea or not. Yeah, nah, shit changed real fast. Like, I thought these people, I mean, somebody did get a long uh, sentence. I forgot who it was, but somebody definitely got a long sentence from the... from the insurrection shit. I mean, I granted it, it, it was it was funny, especially what my man the 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 shaman was complaining about uh, the food selections in prison, and he can't go there yeah. for that or yeah, or the, the shaman, other the fucking alt right shaman, the QAnon shaman, <laughs> yeah, or or the the other random white women claiming that no, I can't go to jail, no, no, not and, and turn around, look where your ass is at, reenacting your yeah. favorite scenes from Orange Is New Black. Your, he your got, name he got forty one months. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. On, on I mean, tr- he got forty-one months. But here's the thing: I think he got the forty-one months from literally just being the face of the insurrection. Like he, that's fair. That's fair. As far as I can tell, he really just got like a, a breaking and entering, or like you know that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much like a trespassing type deal. But he got hit the hardest, probably to make an example out of him. But he, uh, I, I don't think they actually had him on video doing anything. I think he was just like, all right, you're the face of the shit. Go all yeah. the way to jail, but only for 41 months. Gotcha. Another guy got 46 months. Yo, an 81-year-old Army veteran. 
how the fuck did he even get up the stairs? <laughs> oh no, it was the lady that was in the it was like in a wheelchair or something. They like she was guided down the stairs for whatever damn reason. But yeah, yeah crazy. to that, yeah, I have no clue. I mean, yeah. <sighs> but no, we, I don't, I don't, I don't want to harp on that too much. But no, yeah. Uh, as far as this last year went, it, it got off to a rough start, but. It felt like as the year progressed, I guess it kind of got better. But I'm only speaking. I, I mean, <laughs> let me let me let me preface that. In my own life, it it okay. got better because it was around that uh, spring, that late winter, spring time frame. As I know, you're tired of hearing me talk about. Uh, I took it upon myself. I had that meeting uh, with my financial advisor and uh, he convinced me to go ahead and start looking into refinancing my home. And boy, let me tell you, the, the Lord do answer prayers. Ew, my, my, my God is so good because that did one. I was able to refinance. I was able to get a lower rate. I was able to, I think the benefit was I was able to earn time as far as uh, my duration goes and also was able to get another little in- incentive. So that definitely helped out with some money. And that inspired some thoughts as far as, you know, finding extra streams of income inspired a good one. And more so inspired a thought to really relook at all of my insurances, especially my home yeah. and, and car insurances to see how I can lower that rate. So I had to say peace out to Progressive and really probably pay attention to all the commercials about bundling and go with uh, State Farm and got all my shit lowered. So, yeah, that, from from that uh, springtime for me, that was a beautiful time. I was talk about savings and able to stack up. So. Once again, that was just me. That was just me in my life. That's how things was going for me. I, as far as the rest of the world, I mean, I know, I know the pandemic was still popping off, but hey, man, I was trying to yeah. thrive. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely agree on that end. Um, so in my personal life, things were going exceptionally well. Um, you know, of course, there were some terrible things that happened last year. But for mm-hmm. the most part, like I basically took a half a year off last year. I left mm-hmm. my job in December of 2020. And started a almost six seven month uh, vacation. <laughs> yeah, bro, you you was you was <laughs> you and the missus on a run on that one. Yeah, y'all, y'all were enjoying I was the fuck out, out of life. <laughs> I was I I literally traveled every month. Um, sometimes multiple times a month, but I was I was gone. I was somewhere all the time, and I had so much. I wouldn't say I had so much time in my hands because I still had to in some ways make some sort of income um but for the most part i uh i did a lot of traveling a lot of loving on my love my loved ones is like mm. i really felt like my job you know no no specific critique about the job itself but i think i allowed my job to become to take too much from me and mm-hmm. to become, and I feel like I was a different person because I was stressed out all the time. I was depressed from working from home all the time. And I was like, something needs to happen. And when I ended up leaving, I had more time to see my family. I could actually go home and stay there for extended periods of time before I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going back to my life in Charleston. Mm-hmm. I had time to read more, work out more, bike, uh, eat right you know, go to sleep on time. Uh, Like I still had the thing of like, I still woke up every morning 
at around eight or nine or so and got my day started and actually did real things all day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it wasn't the vacation. It's like I sleep in every day. It's like that lasted for all of maybe a week and a half. And I was like, all right, this is boring. I got to do something else. <laughs> but I, I mean, lots of great things happen. Lots of um, unfortunate things happen as well. I got into a like my whole I think I had planned. Uh, I was very ideal with my my financial and life planning. So I was like, OK, I have this much money saved up. I have this much money I can bring in on a like a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Like I should be good. My car is paid off. Um, I know what my rent is. Know what my light bill is gonna light bill is and what it's gonna like generally what it's gonna be. I, I can I can last like a, a solid three months. I can definitely do a solid three months and um, like be just fine. And mm-hmm. then it's like by the end of that three months, I should have like a solid job. So. Then six months later, (laughs) six months later with like about, I guess, five or so months in, I lost my um, I got into a terrible car accident, which I ended up losing the car I had paid off. I was like, ah, that part sucked. But Mm -hmm. then it just continued to kind of be awesome on the traveling and enjoying life side. It was definitely one of the least stressful years so far. Which you deserve. yeah, and I, I don't regret any of it. I feel like it was a, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I was able to build stronger relationships with my family, my friends, my missus, and all of those things. Um, I wish I would have potted more, but, you know, we were all we were all riding our own horse during yeah, that right. time. Life yeah. was really moving on, on, on both of our fronts. And, I mean, hell, we're, we're talking about it now. We, we got the space and, and, and the time to do so, so... Yes. Um, cause let's see, I think, cause yeah, of course I, I remember the night that you got in the accident, but I also remember, yeah. um, around that time too. Cause yeah, I guess that's moving more so into the springtime. And I know for me, uh, I was able to successfully, well, you know, the missus and I, we were successfully able to get that one plan off the ground of ha- finally having our families meet at, at our house for Memorial day. And that was a joke. That, uh, yeah, it was, it was it was great kind of seeing those dynamics because of course it was me really investing in my home of making sure that I had my backyard together with the new stuff, with the fence and the, the new lighting and all that. So I, I definitely damn sure wanted to show that off. So super proud of that. And also around that time too, uh, t- really taking a page out of your book and uh, uh, some other of our friends and finally investing in, um, and, and, and some therapy and just to see yeah. what it what it was going to be like and yeah, life changing yeah i mean i have i have zero regrets with that um i am thankful for 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 my doctor I, I appreciate her and especially for what i was looking for from her is cuz of course you know riding that same wave i was riding from 2020 of getting more in tune uh spiritually and that's definitely the the, the core of where she's coming from so it's almost like for for i'm, I'm thank God for this, that, yeah, I, I can speak from my own life experiences, but then also I can start speaking from a spiritual experiences and we can both go back and forth on that. And then from there, start finding a lot of common ground, because I think it was months after that during one session, it came in handy so well for me. But also around that time, too, I remember um when I was really looking into that whole travel nursing stuff, like really getting back into it. And I think it was around that also around that Mayish, June-ish time frame 
where um, I got into that big argument with my folks. And I'm thankful for, for grace. I'm thankful for growth and I'm thankful for maturity because it wasn't one of those things that when, when my parents kind of went off the deep end and so on and so on and so on, I was able to kind of fall back, take it on the chin, but also recognize like with a, from a strong sense of discernment, like recognize where all this is coming from. And in, though it may not have been, though it may have been love, but the deeper part of it came out of fear and concern. Now, and now, I couldn't Mike, hold that against the- now, Mike, for the uninitiated, uh, uh, give them give them a little background on that because that that wasn't something we actually really talked about on the pod. Oh, yeah. as far as the, the the travel nursing stuff goes, yeah, 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 and oh, the, oh, yeah, uh, even sure. like the yeah, 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 yeah. So that's definitely one of the the, the side hustles that I'm looking into is, is knowing that that's a nice kind of niche market as far as uh, like I said, earn, earning some some extra income. And, you know, knowing the space that I have in my house and wanting to capitalize on what I have, use my you pretty much use my asset to my advantage and renting out that room to travel medical professionals. And just knowing that the in that particular market, I those are the type of people that clearly have their act together. This is not just any or anybody that's coming to your house. Wow. These are people that clearly come with some type of license. They're definitely in their career. They they are definitely they they love what they do and passionate about so, what like, they do, and it, like I said, I'm not just picking any bum off the street. Like these people have their man. own families, they have their own priorities. All they need from me is just a place to rest their head, and that's it. So that's so like with with the like travel nurse, was were you going to like run your own like bed and breakfast geared towards travel nurses, where it's like, hey. I got place downstairs and hot towels, or is it going to be like you <laughs> so, pay for that room and you stay in that room? <laughs> um, Are you going to? Uh, would you invite them to I, like I, the kickbacks well, and functions, or like, <laughs> like it, what? <laughs> it was going to be more, more than the more than the first and the latter. <laughs> but no, it, it was the it was the whole thing of like I said. Of, of course, I'm giving you access to the room. You have access to the private bathroom, my guest bathroom, and of course, you know, the kitchen, uh, laundry room, and of course, the, the back patio area, and of course, Wi-Fi, you know, just just the works. And and also with that, with that argument, that that forced me to not necessarily be spiteful, but also know that uh, that hey, th- this is something that I want to do and I believe in it enough. This is not one of those things where I just literally had this thought. Uh, damn near a week ago. Now I want to jump into it. It's like, no, I've been planning this shit out since I came back from Barbados, August 20, 2019. Shout out to the homie, yeah. uh, Tasha, who just got, uh, just graduated with a doctorate in nursing and just got the question popped to it. So shout out to her and shout out to my, my, my number six's wife who really started watering the idea of doing it, of, you know, utilizing your house to make some extra money. So now Mike, for the uninitiated, what is a number six? <laughs> my line brother. <laughs> so my, my frat brother. Thank you. But no, um, yeah, so it was, it was all of that. And it was just taking that time out to make sure I did my planning, did my research and really vetted this whole thing out and vetted all the risks, getting the story of all the good, the bad, the ugly, as far as going into this field. And then, like I said, from, from the refinancing stuff that inspired even more of a thought of stuff that I can do with it. So I'm supremely thankful for that. So no, uh, this, that whole ordeal 
forced me to actually put my big boy pants on and do stuff like invest in a lawyer and have them look over my lease agreement to make sure that it is as airtight as possible. And like really putting my money where my mouth is and then making those little investments and knowing that if this is if this is successful, this money will come back. But it's just going to take time. And I know what I'm looking for just to make this work. So, like I said, around that time frame that that. Yeah, going into June, yeah, it was it was it was definitely interesting. So yeah, nah, yeah, nah man. Uh, twenty twenty one was definitely an interesting year. Learned a lot about myself and everyone else around me. Um, but you know what though? Like, despite all the great things that happened, uh, starting my like finally registering an LLC, getting clients, uh, uh, actually doing work for myself creating my uh, a stream of revenue that's outside of uh, nine to five um, jumping more head first into the, the freelancing aspects, like actually going out uh, doing photography and videography and stuff like that. Like those things were great. And I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed doing those. And I was like, man, I, I miss working on these types of creative projects. I miss uh, 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 just being able to get paid for by doing the things I love that still provide a value to people. I love that. But one thing that I cannot get over, and I, I was thinking about it like toward further toward the end of the year, is that while I felt like I was being uh, getting closer to the person who I plan on spending the rest of my life with, while I felt like I was circling back around and like building closer relationships with my family. I really felt like I wasn't that great of a friend during 2021. I really felt super distant from a lot of people. Even though I talked to folks from time to time, I don't feel like I was really doing the best job of fostering close relationships with the people who I, f- I would say are my closest friends. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, that was an interesting revelation. I feel like that's something I definitely plan to be more purposeful about this year um yeah i just plan on being more purposeful about building those about continuing to pour into those relationships uh this year and i'm gonna stop what i was doing last year that's dope that's that's pretty whack i was gonna say it's it's, it's funny you mentioned that because i was gonna say this later but i'll go ahead and say it now i remember like i said still in that that spring time frame and having that having that somewhat similar revelation of just knowing that kind of really taking an account of the, you know, of course the pandemic, it forces you to, to be very reflective and really yeah. look at, look at life is the value of time. And not only the value of time and how that kind of couples with operating in love. And, and clearly I know we talked about it in the previous podcast is about making sure being purposeful, being, well, having pure intentions as far as family and friends go. And like I said, looking at our own, our, our circle, I wanted to make sure I didn't come off as, as not necessarily being an asshole, but just like a mooching or just anything like that. So like, if it's yeah. something of as simple as wishing people happy birthday on their birth, or at least just remembering folks birthday or saying stuff like that, or just kind of making sure you're also doing little things for other. And 
also just learning it doesn't necessarily have to be anything grandiose just uh, i know for me i'm big in just those little things and i know those little yeah. things will go a very long way so no i i completely understand where you're coming from which plays into going into my, my my birthday month of being supremely thankful that you guys came down for the uh for the birthday boat cruise i fucking had a blast at that, that shit nah, was man, uh, we, that we shit had was a fucking blast yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was shit was not, that was fun as hell so like that, the whole day was fun. Like just oh, the, everybody showing up with a, with some modelos and <laughs> <laughs> yo. So let me tell you about this guy, Mike. Okay, so okay, Mike okay. is throwing a birthday boat cruise, yacht and he's yeah, yeah, yacht rock, a, a booze cruise, if you will. And he sends out texts. I get a text because we're about to leave and head over to the boat, and he's like, "Hey, on the way, can you grab some modelo?" Or Stellas. Uh, it was my, or Stellas. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Like, I definitely ain't buying no Stellas. So I'm about to get Modella. So I'm like, all right. So I grab a, I feel like it was like a 16 pack. It was the big pack of Modellos, like the biggest one you can get. So I'm like, all right, grab the Modellos. I'm like, well, you know, everybody going to need some. I'm sure, sure Mike going to run through them. So I get there. I show up with some Modellos. And then here comes, who is Kamar? Also got some Modellos. Did Marcel have Modelo's too? I, I think he did. Marcel had Modelo's. And then uh, here comes Sed coming over the horizon with what else than a pack of fucking Modelo's. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to Modelo's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. If That's how you know your people fuck with you because... <laughs> Listen, if 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 for for lesser people, I'm pretty sure everybody would have showed up with their own personal drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would uh, oh, yeah. would never thought twice about it. Oh oh fucking yeah. So, but no. Uh, so with all of that, I I remember this was another like a big takeaway for me as far as that time frame. So going into my birthday, I remember I woke up in like in a, just a real mean funk. Like, and I, and I couldn't figure out why I just felt so depressed despite the fact, you know, of course people are, you know, showing me love as far as, you know, just saying happy birthday and whatever, whatever. But I, I remember I went outside to go do something. I think I was working on my driveway or working in my yard to do something. And I just kind of really tapped in, to a lot of like the old Bible studies and sermons I was hearing about, you know, where your joy should be tied into and the whole nine. So despite the funk that I was feeling, I took that moment and really kind of stood back and for one, gave God the thanks and God praise just for being alive and being here, seeing another year, you know, the whole nine. And then once I did that, I sat back and was like, okay, clearly I'm depressed. So I don't like this feeling and I need to get myself out of this hole. So what, like, what, what can I control? Like what's making you depressed? Okay. You, you're worrying yeah. about, you woke up and you were feeling achy in a couple of areas. Okay. Mike, you have insurance. You can go, uh, the blah, 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 and go get whatever, whatever worked on at least checked out to, so you can feel better. I was like, cool, cool. And I was like, Mike, keep also in mind that, you just had this birthday gathering that people showed you a lot of love with. And you need to take account of that, that those people actually love and care for you. So take some joy in that. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And and I remember I, I had this I had the same conversation with my mom. She was like, well, Mike, 
keep in mind where you were when you were having all these revelations. You you find joy working in your yard because, you know, it's almost like your big bonsai tree where you keep pruning it to make sure it looks pretty because you want you take pride in that. And that's where I definitely have a lot of my peace of mind and clear my thoughts and whatever, whatever. So I was like, oh, shit, you, you're absolutely right. So all that all that definitely helped work myself out of the funk that I was in and then of course when I brought that to my therapist I was she was like well Mike you know what you did and I was like what it was like you use different uh like positive coping mechanisms to to try to help yourself out of depression because that's the thing about it it's like it, it takes work to get yourself out and there's a hundred uh, I think because she, she gave me the sheet there's like 99 things you can do to try to help work yourself out of that depression and a lot of that's just you know just doing real positive things whether that was I think on there is anything ranging from cooking drawing creating something new writing going exercise or just stuff of that nature and I was like oh shit I okay cool and then like i said right right after that i felt so much better and then and then about a week or so later juneteenth happened (laughs) 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 okay i'll tell the juneteenth story because that 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 shit was hilarious so juneteenth we was right there at uh what is that riverfront park uh, in uh, north charleston right uh uh, of course they had a a huge huge big to do everybody and their mama was out it was so black it was so positive the food trucks was out there vendors was out there it was it was such a a a super dope communal space and granted everything everything was nice and socially distanced but at the same time it was such a huge black positive event so it was me, Kamar, and, and, and Byron, and it was getting close to the end of the night. And I remember Byron had a funnel cake, and Kamar and I wanted to get something to eat from the was it the Caribbean Creole food truck. So <laughs> we were minding <laughs> our business, standing in line. We were talking about whatever, probably sneakers. Just talking about whatever. Random black lady. Light-skinned black lady walks up out of nowhere. And I was like, I kind of saw her creeping up. And then I saw her kind of eyeing Byron and, and his funnel cake. And so she was asking about it. And of course, you know, Byron just being kind, telling her where, where he got it from or whatever, whatever. And then I guess that was her way to kind of spark up a conversation with us. And then it, it started out so positive. She was like, yeah, I like seeing black men out here doing their own thing and, and doing such and such and in their careers. And we're all like, hey, man, we appreciate it. And then she was like, yeah, because somehow, some way, this morphed into, it felt like she was trying to sun us, of telling us what we needed to be doing with our lives and how we needed to make sure we're, we're in relationships and marry somebody and not waste time and this, that, and the fourth. So immediately for me, my antennas go up. I'm like, oh, shit, I know what the fuck this is. Uh, this this shit is reminding me of all those random battle of sexes conversations that I always try to avoid coming up in my twenties. So I I right. know where this shit is coming from. So I, I remember she kind of went down the line because she started with you and she was she was asking such and such and such such because I think she was asking about your age and such and such such. Then she went to yeah. Kamar and she said such and such and such. And then me being me, I'm like. Yeah, I'm about to be an asshole because I know what the fuck this is. This lady is she doesn't she doesn't know what she's doing, but yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just fuck with her. So I say something to the tune of I'm like, listen, I am 30 years old, and what if I just want to continue playing the field, having a good time, and blah 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 blah. 
Slade looks at me and was like, well, you're just being immature and so on and so forth. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, oh, been, she, been the fucking oh, performance uh, of the year started. <laughs> oh, she said the right, wrong thing. She said the right, wrong thing. On one hand, I could have let her have it and went full Kevin Samuels on her ass and just, just told her face off. But I was like, no. Let me give a more Michael Turner S approach. Right. So, standing there, and I kind of circled around for a second, and I remember holding a, a, a blue Gatorade bottle, and I was like, "Okay, what can I do?" Got it. So I faked like I was uh, hyperventilating, because as they all were talking, I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I'm over thirty. I was like, I'm not married. I ain't got my life together." And I, I was like, "Oh no, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. I'm wasting this girl's time." And I progressively you ain't even got say all that. I, progr- <laughs> I progressively got louder and louder and louder and louder and i'm literally walking off just yelling and screaming like i'm having a full-blown panic attack just like oh my god it's good this woman has figured out my life i don't know what i'm doing blah, 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 blah. just going out completely and what made it funny was the fact is that without missing a beat i just happened to see that my homegirl from college was working the food truck so i was like i, I stopped in the mid uh thick panic attack was like hey yo Munja, what you doing up there hey girl what you doing and just walked the hell so uh, oh yeah so yeah I, 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 I'm i sorry I, I had to embarrass her it was it wasn't me necessarily being malicious it was just saying hey man I, you don't know any of us you just came out of left field just talking crazy it's like man yeah. and then of course we later found out that I think no she said that she was divorced it was because yeah. she got married at early 20s at a young and, age, yeah. yeah and then so got I'm divorced like, you got kids that are like our age but, yeah. eh, i'm whatever, like man lady. i'm like ma'am you, 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 do you understand that everything you're you just figured out within the last maybe year or two of your life like i've known since like my early 20s on up so like you're not telling me anything new and the fact that you're trying to force a narrative on me that once again you don't fucking know me, so I had to. That's why. I had to. That's why I didn't even. I just everything she said to me, I was like, all right, this is interesting. This is entertaining. This is, is not even applicable to me. I just didn't pay. I was like, this lady doesn't know me at all. Like I'm literally just saying shit because she keeps talking. <laughs> like I'm not even like really even responding with anything in particular i'm just like i just keep talking while she says things i'm like this lady has no idea who i am nothing about me i'm like all right well yeah yeah yeah. so yeah i'll sign your petition (laughs) (laughs) so so no no that yeah that 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 had to happen though but now that ah, great times great times but um yeah, because uh, 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 well, what else do you remember uh, from from that summertime? If anything that was impactful for you, whether whether it be in your own life or of the culture or whatever. Oh man, um, I think one of one, a big thing that happened during that summer because I'm not because I know I ended up actually um, uh, making some life changes uh, that summer. But I know one of the bigger things was I had a really big family vacation. Um, so like my family has a vacation every year and we just go out and spend a week, um, you know, on vacation. And it's the first time me and my, me and my girl actually spent that vacation together. And I thought that was pretty awesome. Nice. Like, cause we had canceled it in 2020 for obvious reasons. 
Um, and then in 2021, it was like, all right, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's do it. So we went to my one week family vacation, which was fun. It was a good time. Spent way too much money, like <laughs> way too much. So I was like, man, whew, ah. I, I am super like I just I've overextended myself and then you know what happened next week we went to her family vacation for a week <laughs> <laughs> and yeah man her family vacation is like all the way out of town like in Texas so we were we were there for a whole week which we had to like of course like get an Airbnb get a car you know get food and get around and of course we still want to do stuff while we were there so Man, it was it was it was a lot. I was like, I still I enjoyed myself. Don't get me wrong, but if I could do it all over again, I probably do it the same way. But if I had to do it again this year, I like maybe we shorten one of those vacations <laughs> by a couple of days. Nah, I like, fam, I listen. I don't, Mike. I don't know what's the longest amount of time you've been out of town, but two weeks is a long fucking time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah especially man. especially if it is a vacation. I, I got I got the rule where it's like four days tops and yes, even even my that's kind of pushing days. it. My uh, max is five days with that fifth day being a travel day. Like mm-hmm. we're we're getting brunch and we're getting the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. Like or we're getting breakfast and we're we're out of there. Like anyway, you're you're anywhere over five days and it's like you got two days that you completely wasted. I can guarantee you that. Lord have mercy. Yeah. But, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's that, man. I think one of the biggest lessons I learned from 2021 was that start today. Man, if mm-hmm. you really want to do it, start that shit to fucking day. Like, yeah. stop the all the research. Stop all the, the, the oh, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll do it once I find out more information. I'll do it once I have better equipment. I was like, no, man, do that shit today. Like, don't wait until those those cool looking uh, yoga pants come in the mail <laughs> that you get them yoga pants from Shein or whatever you order your yoga pants from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dickies. I don't know. What do your cool workout dickies? Your Carhartt. Your Carhartt sweats. Don't wait until your Carhartt sweats come in the mail. Like, nah, fam. Start that workout today. Buy that bike work out today like do, do it, whatever do it you want to start that business bro register that llc it's like 135 dollars. go ahead and do it mm. get your business license do it all it's like oh i can't i want to start my business but i want to make sure i know everything i need to know well know that shit get online coursera do that once shit. again What's once up? again it's it's like you can learn everything you need to know but eventually you gotta you gotta jump in that pool you can, you you can learn about swimming as much as you want. You can watch all the YouTube videos and whatever. Eventually, you got to jump in that pool. You have yeah. to. You got to jump in that pool. Yeah, you can't. Listen, <laughs> stop trying to. Stop trying to. I need to learn more. Stop trying to educate your way out of doing shit. Exactly. People do it all the time. We're all guilty of it. Exactly. Because sometimes the experience is the best teacher. Shout out to Mika Howard. Love you. Yeah, listen. I'll tell you this much, man. There are things I did last year that I told myself I was going to do years ago. Like, it was years ago, and I was just like, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I ain't got to do this right now. I'll do it before the end of the month. I'll do it before the end of the year. And the end of the year end up stretching out until 
you know, five, six years later. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm finally doing this thing. And I could have, it took me what t- ended up taking me, you know, a few hours out of every day for a couple of weeks, you know, end up getting mm-hmm. stretched out to a couple of years. I'm like, I could have just did it back then. It would have been in much better shape. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just yeah. those, it's, it's, it's those little sacrifices. And that, that was definitely a lesson I had to, teach to one of my, uh, my, my relatives uh, about how critical, you know, despite where you are right now, in order to get yourself out of these circumstances, you what are you willing to sacrifice to get to where you need to be at? And right. uh, yeah, it's, it's, she, had, she had to learn it one way or another. And this is this is the perfect time to learn that lesson versus, you know, uh, matter of fact, to, to couple with that, the whole thing of don't kick the can down the road because it's it's very we're all human and that's just a very easy thing for us all to do but yeah and, and i know i am so guilty of it especially when it comes to my work life with stuff with just me kicking a can down the road and then next thing i know I, I'm, I'm about to be late on something or or, or like, something well, that I, well yeah. well if it exactly. isn't the bridge i said we cross when we get to it. <laughs> exactly so no that's that, that's all real shit so but um but no, uh, I think one of the other big things that happened last year, and this definitely had an interesting impact on me, was um, that uh, that sexual assault uh, trial that I was a jury on and seeing the whole court process and being like, damn, that that whole situation was all fucked up where. Yeah. It, <laughs> And, and for, for, well, yeah, it, it was just all it was all fucked up from, of course, for, for the girl that was involved, the the stuff dealing with a family and feeling like her mom cared more for the, the boyfriend than the daughter or, or not. not that's no matter of fact, I said it wrong. Caring more for herself and appearances than really worried about her daughter. Like just seeing the whole emotional side of that. Now, granted. It was a it was a not guilty verdict though, but it's like if you were sitting in there for those those three days as the trial was going on and you heard all the evidence, it's that thing of knowing it's like clearly, clearly this nigga did something. Yeah. And the only thing that, that that really fucked up this girl and, and, and the whole situation was the 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 well, for one, it's the lack of lack of evidence, but it's the lack of evidence due to I think it was the city of Charleston no, no, it was uh, North Charleston PD and the city of Charleston PD. It's specifically North Charleston PD. Like, I was like, bruh, come the fuck on. Man. So, yeah, so that that definitely taught me a lesson that God forbid for for my children if they ever have to go through that. And I, I hope to God that they don't have to ever have to go through that. But if 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 that if something like that unfortunately happens you know exactly what needs to be done. Like, I know you're going to be an emotional wreck or whatever, whatever, but yo, do not go wash, call the police and go to the hospital and fucking immediately do not. Oh my God. Cause. Whew. So. And uh, not, but not, it, not to blame the victims at all, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's so, it's such a complex yeah, complicated I know. thing. I know. Women. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because I don't want to come off You don't want to make anyone feel that they need to be responsible for the uh, the negative actions of others. But at the same time, it's like you know you want to 
do everything you can to make yeah, sure that these yeah, yeah. motherfuckers can be put away it, for good. So they and so so it doesn't happen to the victim again, and so no one else is victimized. Exactly, um, exactly. But, you know, well, that well, is well, kind of well, tough. Yeah. Well, well, let me say this. My apologies for anybody that 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 deadline kind of came off I, insensitive. No, you don't need to apologize. But, Your heart was but, in the right place. I think everybody but, understands that. Yeah, it's like I said. It's, it's it's looking at it where you know what the end goal can be. And knowing how, once again, how how a, a defense could play the victim and the whole nine, but if once again, if, if things don't line up the way it should be, especially when there should be should have been a smoking gun, like it should have just been the damning evidence right there, and it wasn't there, and you 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 put in that reasonable doubt, and it's like damn, and now now baby girl, she hasn't she didn't get her justice. Like she has a long road ahead of her as far as trying to heal, and uh, gr- granted for her sake, thankfully she has the right family members around her to kind of keep her wrapped up in love and support. But damn, she has a long road ahead of her, and like I said, my, my heart truly goes out to her. So, like I said, I and, and then I can't I couldn't help you you can't help but to start looking at it from what if this was one of mine, and what what are the right steps to do? Granted, no matter how crazy emotional just traumatic experiences is it's like ah shit man but once again I, I, uh, like i said my heart goes out to it so within a week's time frame the next crazy thing that happened to me was for the first time in my life well not only did i witness an accident but i literally like i literally saw when the the damn suv rolled like i don't know if you've ever seen anything like that in real time but uh, that sh- that shit was the most trippiest thing I saw that night, and the the biggest takeaway from that whole thing was uh, I'm thankful that I was able to be at, be there at the right time to make sure I got on the phone with nine one one and try to describe the, sh- the scene as much as possible. But the one of the takeaways was the fact is that I couldn't dwell on the idea or the ideas of it's like, damn, what if I wasn't there at the right time? Or what if I decided, uh, <laughs> what if I decided to stay with the homies and go to the strip club that night? Or well, what if we decided to stay town down downtown longer? Like that shit would have been one mad, crazy ass, uh, anxiety driven spiral. But it's like, no, I'll take this as a blessing that I was a blessing for somebody else to potentially save their life. Like just stay focused on that. So now, granted, I don't, I don't exactly know the outcome. I just remember seeing when the girl was laid out on the ground, like very unconscious, and that shit was trippy. Now, granted, I didn't see any blood, so I was like, okay, I'm assuming she's still alive. But, whew. so I remember speaking with my therapist about that. I remember she, she, she brought to my attention was that it's like it's two situations dealing with. Uh, with women, one where you're completely powerless to do any, anything and one where you actually had the power to do something. And she was like, you know, how, how does that make you feel? I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a trippy thought. And just like I said, I was just happy to be there to, to help out. Yeah. And like I said, hopefully, you know, yeah. save a life. So yeah. The universe yeah. is funny in that type of way, man. That's, that's wild to think about. Yeah. Like just the, like the contrast and even the, the comparison between the two, that's that's kind of wild. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, but no, the, the 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 year went on, and I forgot what what happened in the fall for me though. But um, oh, uh, because wasn't that around the fall time frame when Omicron started ramping up? 
Uh, I think Omicron didn't really become a thing until like a little pre-winter time. So it was in fall, uh, technically, yeah, yeah, but it was like yeah. no mid to late November, mm-hmm. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think full swing in December. I think it was, I think there were a few cases of Omicron. Like it was in like Australia and like, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, somewhere abroad. They were, they were definitely abroad. Cause remember, um, that's when the, and I don't necessarily remember all of this, but I'm pretty sure there was some kind of like travel ban from like South Africa or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then. It's like, oh, there are a couple cases in Canada. It's like, oh, there's like six cases in New York. And then suddenly, you know, it's at your front door. Yeah. Yeah, because it yeah. was a whole thing where it, it came from whatever anime convention in New York. I think that was the first case or one of the first cases. And then it just sp- it spread from there, if my memory serves yeah. me correct. So, but no, um, like from... Those those were my biggies as far as last year, and then like I said, just the, the the stuff from the end of the year with a relative of mine, and and really showing and proving like not necessarily how old I am, but definitely I, I got I got some wisdom to me, humbly I say, and to really impart it to to the youth, like somebody directly that's that's close to me to try to help her out in her situation like really laying out a, a strong playbook of information of how to get through it. I'm like, damn, I'm, I know I was this wise shit. And then a lot of that. And then I was able to call back uh, to the argument that I had with my folks uh, about the whole travel nursing stuff. Cause in the midst of my relatives stuff, I finally had a means. Uh, I finally had an opportunity to have a sit down with my father and really kind of having a, a one-on-one conversation to really clear that up and see where I was coming from. And we we finally found that common ground. Now, granted, he he still may have his concerns, but he now he understands where it's coming from. And he it's like, I, 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 it's almost like a mutual respect there. So it's almost kind of passing that little moment of, of though there may be some disagreements and whatever, whatever, or, and it, it may be some, maybe some wild stuff that may be said. You just got to kind of cut through it and figure out what are the key takeaways from this? Like, well, for one, where is this all coming from? And in the midst of the barrage of things that's being said to you, what's fluff and what's something that is like, okay, you have a fair point with this. Let me keep this in my pocket. This is something really to consider. This is something to look into and whatever, whatever. So, I was able to pass that along to her, and hopefully, hopefully, that kind of that put her where she needed to be at. And so, yeah, it, yeah. like I said, twenty twenty one was an eventful year for me. Yeah, learned a lot, gained a lot, lost a lot, but ultimately, we made it. We made it, and we 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 gathered all that knowledge from last year that we get to take with us into this year, absolutely, and make it even better than it was last year. Absolutely, and and thank God yeah. for that. Uh, all, all glory to God for that one. So, yeah. but um, I think. <laughs> well, th- let's let's do the same way. Let's do this in the same way that we did uh, last year. As far as well, what are we leaving? <laughs> what are we leaving in twenty twenty one? What are we taking with us and all that other good stuff? Oh uh, yeah. Um, let's see. What am I leaving in twenty twenty one? Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm no longer um, over romanticizing being busy. 
Mm. Um, I feel like that was a big thing amongst, I don't know really when it started, but being busy was like a, a like a big thing. It's like that you're you're always doing something. It's almost like a, a brag of sorts to be like, oh, you know, I didn't. Oh, on Saturday? No, I didn't chill on my day off. I don't have days off. I was I was reading books and I did this creative <laughs> project and I had a client book me and I was doing this and that. I'm like, now, nowadays, I'm like, yeah, we did nothing last weekend. <laughs> we sat at home. We did nothing all day. We watched movies. We ate. We went out for a little while, but we did absolutely nothing productive. And I'm happy to say that. That's real. Like there was, like I feel like uh, productivity has been co-opted by capitalism, mm-hmm. and I just feel like there's this this unnecessary need to be busy or just like or be quote unquote productive all the time because productivity doesn't really mean which what we say it means. Like, oh, I'm being productive, but it's like, are you really being productive? or Are you just doing busy work? Like, are, have you have you worked so long on other people's shit that now you've forgotten what productivity actually means? Are you are you saying that OG Gary V was wrong to 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 tell people to stop saying we're working for Fridays and that we need to change that mentality in order to get what we want? We need to move away from that. We need, we need to be working hard on Fridays and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> I live by the mantra. It's like, what ain't done by Friday at 12 ain't going to be done until Monday. Like, gotcha. that is Monday Byron's problem. <laughs> if it ain't done by Friday at 12, like, hey, it, it's it's not getting done today. Like, gotcha. You can hang that shit up. Well, 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 so on the flip side of that, what, what are you going to take with you? Oh, um... The the whole mantra of like just do it now, like do that shit now. Gotcha. Um, I love it. Like love do it. it, do it. Like for especially for a person like me, whenever you feel that spark, just do it right then. Like do it when you feel like it because you don't know when that moment's coming again. Mm-hmm. Like there is the whole thing of like forcing yourself. It's like oh um you know I know it needs to be done so let's force myself to do it. But nah, to get your best the best of you it's like hey i feel like doing it now so let's do it mm. no matter what that is whether that be working out whether that be cleaning up whether that be starting that business whether that be editing this podcast <laughs> yeah when you when you get that spark of 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 feeling like you want to do it just go ahead and do that shit just go ahead and do it uh, no, i know yeah. I, I i love it i love it uh, for me well this is I, I want to do this, but this is going to require some some major work on my part. I want to leave these damn blood pressure pills and the CPAP in 2021. Like, fuck all that. I hate to take oh, this. Yeah, man. <laughs> I hate this shit so much. Man, I can't lie, bro. <laughs> I can't oh, lie. The, the, the CPAP, though, man. I just, Listen, it's like breathing premium air. Like I, <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. But I just, I want, it's, it's, it's like, it's like it's the, like the a, Cadillac I, I, of air. <laughs> I was like, Lord, just take me off of it now, please, Lord, please. <laughs> just take me off all of it. <laughs> but uh but the one but on the flip side of that, the one thing I do wanna make sure I bring with me, and I and I'm super proud of myself for from last year of this, is um uh make sure I'm still 
staying in tune with my my insurances, and but more so uh, utilizing my my benefits because was, that was a nice run I was with. Because like I said, coming from my 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 my. My, my birthday right after that you know first time I ever went to a chiropractor and, and and I think it was my ankle that was uh acting kind of wonky so getting that work on using my insurance to actually take care of therapy uh damn there um switching uh uh the, oh excuse me no um switching my uh insurance policy to going with a, a slight staying with the same company but going with a different cheaper policy just so I can mm-hmm. you know just save some money and then also switching from my 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 uh my dentist that I use because I was like, hey, hey, let's make sure Mike Turner, you're investing, you stay riding the wave of investing in black businesses. So shout out to Sweetgrass Dentistry and uh, Sweetgrass Dental out there by Tanger, and because yeah. uh, Dr. Sean Mitchell, state grad too. So I definitely I was like, no, I have to, I want to make it a point to show him some love because I know there's a black dentist here. I want to go see him. Hell. Um, hollering at uh, your former ch- uh, chapter brother, uh, Doctor uh, was it Ron Ravenel? Ron Ravenel. Yeah, yeah I-, I hollered at him last year too for my ankle too, just to go check it out. So that was an interesting conversation that we- that we had. So, but no, like I said, just those little things. Because hell, there's 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 more I want to do this year, just to be like I, I want to take full advantage of all that. Just, I don't want to just continue just leaving those opportunities on the table. So. But no, just that and just learning the lessons of just my insurance and how really how those little things work, knowing about the the fund that I may have, whether I can take it with me, what carries over, or if I have, what's it, the HSA, the, the health savings account with the little debit card and all that. So I, I want to make sure I'm really uh, you well, using it all to its fullest potential. So definitely taking that with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, man. You know what we're gonna take to take take into this year with us or start this year? What? We're gonna lose the weight, bro. We're gonna lose, lose it. We're gonna keep yeah. it off. You gotta gotta yeah. But it has it, to be man. it has to be a lifestyle thing. So oh, which yeah. which which I'm on the mode now of I'm revamping how I do my top of the year fast. Because that was the one thing. It was my little ouch moment from last year from the uh the the Bible studies that I've been listening to. Where uh, the good Reverend Doctor uh, <laughs> uh, Pastor Benton was talking about how you know the, the the importance of fasting and the whole spiritual side to it, and and making sure you're getting more in tune with God and the the the, the whole nine. But if you're only doing it to lose weight, then you get you can do all the fasting stuff, but really that's just a diet. And when he said that, I was like, shit, he's right. It's like it's like the the purpose of it is 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 if you if you're getting more in tune with God and all his principles and like really investing in your spirituality, all that other stuff is going to happen because you're going to care about your your, your temple because it's the temple cleanse. You're going to care about your body, your body being a temple and you want to take care of it. And that's that comes, of course, comes with the whole self-love and the whole nine. So you're automatically going to start doing those things. But of course, your aim is to make sure it's all for God. Uh, it's all for the love of God. So that's I'm, I'm like I say all that to say I'm definitely modifying my uh, fast because I definitely want to do more of the temple cleanse at Mount Moriah this year because I should have did it last year but I'm, I'm definitely going to do I'm definitely going to do it this year because I think it, it starts on January 18th 
And I, I mean, I, of course, I won't I won't go as far as hard as doing like the whole pescatarian uh, pescatarian diet and intermittent fasting and the whole nine. But I'm gonna just really tap in to see how they did it, and then just go from there. So it's almost like giving myself a little grace and just man, hey, hey, Mike, don't 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 go to the extremes. You can. You've done it many times years before and no matter the duration, though. But let's actually remember why you did it when you not necessarily when you started back in 2017, but when you did it with a purpose in 2017 and the the epiphanies and those those clarities that that I have from there. Let's see if I can try to recreate that so I can have that moment again. So that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean. The, the biggest part of the lifestyle change for me is 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 definitely going to be uh like consistency you know i've already proven to myself that it's something that can be done mm-hmm. like i've done it shaved it off stayed active but it's about really honing in on where my uh where my ideas or my relationship with food is Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, that's that's where the weight gain is gonna come from. It's come from your relationship with food. Like, why do you eat the way you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you consume the way you do? Because you can't make any changes unless you understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is sometimes just simple as like I was talking about today with a coworker. It's like, um, as when we were kids, like when we sat at the table, it was like, yeah, you're not getting up until like mm-hmm. you clear mm-hmm. like you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Yep. And that's a normal, that was like a normal thing. It was like, okay, like you're so, when you sit down to eat, you're supposed to eat everything. Like you're supposed to eat everything that's on your plate. Like nothing you're supposed to, to feel, yeah, nothing goes to waste. You're supposed to feel, you're supposed to be full, like by the time you get off the table. You know what I mean? Like even if you're done, like you had enough, it's like, nah, you still have more food left. You need to clear it off, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like having been taught that from a very young age, that's something that carried over my adulthood subconsciously. I never stopped to think about it. I never stopped to think about like, I'm full, but let me continue eating, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's like I've been I was already conditioned like that. I need to continue eating regardless of if I'm already satisfied or what, you know, Mm -hmm. So that that was just that that was just one thing uncovered because I'm like. Like, dang, man, I like even when I'm active and everything, I was like, I just ain't losing the weight like I thought I would. And it's like, yeah. And I only notice when I make a major change, like cutting out, uh, like going on low carb or what have you. It's like that. I, yeah. That what I noticed, like the, the big difference. But it's like that's not necessarily sustainable. And that doesn't really address the issue because the carbs ain't necessarily the problem themselves. Um it's about how many, how often, how much, you know. And so, what are you and what are you doing to burn it off? And what are you doing to burn it off? Ultimately, I mean, carbs yeah. are definitely a a good thing. That's where you get energy from. Exactly. But if you can't burn them motherfuckers off, which most yeah. people can't, though. Like both the average person is not burning off the carbs they consume. Like mm-hmm. the amount of carbs we consume is is astronomical. Like I'll definitely say that. Like the average person will eat like a fucking football player. Um, who would burn off the the carbs, obviously, but the average person is like burger, fries, a, a burrito with rice and fucking beans inside of it. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. extra queso. Yeah. Oh yeah, load me up. Can you dip it? Can you can you pour syrup <laughs> across my 
<laughs> like if I ask you to put syrup, it's like some simple syrup, just across the top of my burrito. I was like, you know what? You know what? For that bur- for for that burrito, I here I got an idea. Let's let's put some uh let's let's do that with shrimp and grits, and let me get that gravy inside, and also put that gravy on the outside too, my G. I like my thank burritos you. on a bed of shrimp and grits. <laughs> Uh, please and thank you. Biscuit on the side. Oh, please. And some fries. Please. Steak fries, please. Steak fries. No, cr- steak no fries. crinkle. Crinkle. Crinkle, please. Crinkle fries. But made from red potatoes and a Diet Coke, please. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I was like, hold up, hold up. Sweet potato. Like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you you must have forgot that I draw. Draw what, sir? Right. I'm going to draw your motherfucking ass. Don't you put no damn sweet potato fries on this damn <laughs> right. But, uh I'm not going to say anything about sweet potato fries. I don't like them, but I'm not going to say anything about them. Yeah, but... Oh, shit. Oh, re- oh, real quick, real quick. Uh, on a very lighter note, but serious note at the same time, the definitely the one thing I'm going to leave in uh, 2021 is all of the uh, uh, Will and Jada relationship facts like I don't want any more of that in 2022. I don't give I a fuck. I never want to hear about Will Smith again <laughs> I, ever yeah. in life. I I know way too much about this guy, and I don't want to know any of it. No, no, no. Like, granted, inadvertently, I, I never even saw. So I never sought it out. I, I don't want to know anything about it. Like, no, no. Granted, I, I bought the book now because I, I watched his uh, that the YouTube series that he did. Now that was pretty good, admittedly. But as far as his relationship with Jada and everything, like, no, that fucking needs to stay. I don't care to hear the dynamics of their marriage. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about this dude banging so many chicks or dudes. I don't know that he <laughs> grew up. I don't want to hear about it. Like, no, it that, sounds like a humble brag. It sounds like it's, it's, it's an entire right. book of Will Smith sucking his own dick and then telling us about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear. It. All right, sir. I'm proud of you. Uh, damn. Uh, also, because uh, humbly, uh, I hit a lot on uh, sneakers last year. I, in retrospect, I did pretty good for myself. Um, I still need to probably did that my my top five sneakers of the year though. But I say all that to say what needs to come in 2022 is more of these bot protection practices. I remember saying last year of how I was finally just gonna say fuck it and get a bot, but I never got around to it. I came close to taking Kamar up on this idea of signing up for Soul Savvy, but I was like, eh, let me let me wait on that. But I'm noticing now, especially with some of the foot sites, specifically uh JD Sports and Finish Line. That they have, uh, I guess, taken a page out of uh, the sneakers app book and doing more of their exclusive accesses. So and, and kind of doing kind of I think depending on the shoe, doing more than one in a week's time frame on, on a particular drop. So I like that because it, it definitely from what I've seen, a lot of us normies that do manual cops have been copping. So I'm all for it. I, I just want, of course, you know, I, I definitely want that across the board with even more sites, though. But I mean, some folks, you know, don't give a damn, and they they make their money off a of backdoor and <clears throat> trophy room. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, but, I, but like I said, I want, I definitely want to see more of it because I want to cop too. Because also, I've been I've been noticing that the game's kind of been the, the the resale market has been stabilizing, and more so the fact that I was it if you earn over I think it's six hundred dollars profit. You got to fill out whatever tax information now. So whew. if if reselling was your main business, I uh, hope uh, you got all your stuff in order 
or you find your workarounds, right. you know, your tax write-offs and whatever, whatever. But damn. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thanks, thanks, Joe Byron. Hey man, listen. Them uh transactions over six hundred dollars, bro. It's coming for you. Yeah. Listen, man. This is all just a result of people whatever. Just just pay your taxes, y'all. <laughs> whatever. Whatever it is. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, what a year. What a year. But going to a great year. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh yeah, man. Uh should we do the the uh the closer, the uh the check-in. Hell, I feel like this whole episode was one big check-in. That's what I was thinking. Like it's, it's kind of like a whole one big check-in. Uh did you play anything good last year around the end of the year? Uh Gardens of the Galaxy. That one Ooh. that was honestly it felt like that was really the only game I well no. I did do that going that whole Mega Man X run. I never went and got like the second half of that uh legacy series though, but it was that and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Hell, I just, as of, I think it was yesterday, day before yesterday, I took advantage of the uh, PlayStation uh, deals, holiday deals, and got um, fall, uh, Star Wars Fallen Order. So uh, I'll hop on that. But, um, yeah, what about you? Uh, man, Let's see. You know, I haven't played anything new in a while. I've been uh shout out to the Frames of Flops podcast. Shout out to but, Frames of um, Flops. I did start playing Forza Horizon Five, so shout out to Shine for influencing me to actually <laughs> go ahead and download that and start playing through it. Um, and also shout out to Xbox Game Pass for having cloud gaming. Mm-hmm. So like games that I really want to play, I don't even have to download them anymore. I can just play them straight from the cloud, and it's almost one to one with very minimal latency i wouldn't play anything competitive on cloud but for your normal games you can enjoy as a single player experience definitely worth it Um, gotcha uh that being said i haven't played halo infinite yet i downloaded it but have not even made a motion to play it because i'm doing like a soft protest right now uh or uh yeah soft boycott because my entire history of playing Halo involves playing the campaign Mm co-op. If I can't play the campaign co-op, I'm not playing it. So so you don't want to enjoy this almost Far Cry-like open world setting for Halo? You don't want to experience that yet? That's not what Halo's about for me. (laughs) Halo is not about the single-player experience. I had friends (laughs) growing up. (laughs) I had friends. And we play video games together. And video gaming has always been a social experience for me. I mean, even, you know, for the most part, like, even when I'm playing single player games, like the games that are only single player, it's like, it's still a social experience because I'm doing it. So we we got something to talk about. Not just so we have something to talk about, but it's something that we can discuss and talk about later. It's like, hey, I did this. What'd you think about this level? What'd you think about this boss? You know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no, something, I, it's something. It's, it's a conversation uh, starter. I don't know. I, I, I completely understand. Yeah. Trust me. Oh shit! Before I forget, Sean, um, Scrum Master, um, 
Scrum uh, framework of project management that emphasizes teamwork, accountability, and iterative uh, progress towards well-defined goals. Uh, it has things like a product owner, Scrum master, and uh, the development team. It has a lot to do with agile development. Uh, think of a Scrum master almost like a pseudo a project lead but they just they're almost like a coach for the team per se uh they they're the one that leads certain daily things like uh like stand-up meetings they run sprints sprint planning sprint reviews sprint retrospectives and and stuff like that uh, also make sure you talk to your lb coop because uh, he's actually scrum master he can probably give you a much better breakdown than i'm doing i'm just giving you a very high level view of it so yeah just just i meant to say that much earlier so shout if you're listening there you go you're welcome yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the uh thanks for the follow up on that one. <laughs> and also, yo, I am sick and tired of unvaxxed people acting like they're some kind of protected class of Americans that are being discriminated against. Tired of uh, I, I, I say you I say I don't want those people at the same school <laughs> as my kids. Put them in their own schools, in their own neighborhoods, and they should be with their own kind. You, you don't want them drinking from your water fountains? I don't want <laughs> them drinking from my water, water if, fountains. If, if they come to your restaurants, they gotta come to the back? Right, they just gotta come to the back. We'll just put your shit in the trash bag and get the fuck out of here. But, but yeah. Myron, didn't you hear about the new cure for uh, COVID-19? The ivermectin? No, 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 no. The, the even cheaper solution. Um, if you if you drink your own pee. Ah, oh, got it. Yeah, that sounds so, like something Joe Rogan came up with. Oh, you wish it was Joe Rogan, but probably somebody who definitely subscribes to his podcast. It's some, you know, there's 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 one every month as far as some anti-vax leader in whatever whatever says that he that think they have the cure. Damn, are they we are the the the, the 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 leader of the the new generation of saying, hey. I can save you. All you have to do is either you, you either pee in a cup, or if you have the possibility of aiming your dick up and catching your own pee, go for it. But shit, yeah, I'm back. I, I, God bless them for for one. Um, I, I wish them yep. all the best in all of their endeavors. Um, as we mentioned before, hey, when it's their time to go, which will probably be much sooner than later, we hope that they have their affairs in order as far as their financials. And hopefully they, as you said, and this is what we call the callback, boys and girls, that they have a name, a, a beneficiary on their financial accounts. So when they inevitably kick the bucket and leave their loved ones well, leave their loved ones either widows or children fatherless or motherless. That they're well taken care of, but all right. But hell, if you didn't want to listen to go uh, get vaccinated, what makes you think that they're going to listen to us and make sure that their affairs are in order? So exactly. Even yeah. though there's a even though there's a shitload of evidence that says in this past year and a half alone of how many people have died with those same ideas that have just kicked the bucket. But I guess, you know, I guess we're all invincible and that stuff just happens to celebrities or people we don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you what can you do? What can you right, do? What, what can you do? What can you do? Real quick, I want to I want to uh, slide in uh, my top five albums of the year. 
Um, yeah. Honorable mention, uh, Larry June, Orange Print. Uh, Hitler wearing Hermes, eight, uh, side A. Uh, but in no particular order for my top five is the Toller, Call Me When You Get Lost. Don Tolliver, Life of a Don. That one really caught me off guard this year. Um, Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning. The Jay Worthy and TF, um, Ballad of a, a Dopehead. Um, and then Larry June's Into the Late Night. And my sleeper album of the year is the Makami's uh, Pray for Pray for Haiti. So, oh yeah, yeah. And that's all. I don't. I don't. Have, I don't have a. I don't have a top five. I feel mm-hmm. like I, a lot of the albums I listened to in 2021 didn't necessarily come out in 2021. Um, but I did enjoy the House Is Burning and mm-hmm. Call Me If You Get Lost. And also enjoy uh, Duke Nukem as well. I still didn't so, believe that that I'm, I meant to actually go back and look it, it up because I was like, top what? of the not top of the year. It was uh-huh. like around uh, late late February, early March. Yeah, well then yeah, I, yeah, I completely missed all of that shit. So, yeah, but no, man, um, Duke Deuce, Duke Deuce, Duke Deuce. I, but no, I remember. Um, I was trying to actually figure out my my top five songs of the year, but so far I'm stuck at my two. Well, one of them being um, <laughs> the BFP Pac-Man and Zach Fox, uh, Bobby Weave. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, it was a good song. <laughs> um, and the... Um, actually, no, it's going to be three. Uh, Family Ties. I fucking love that song so damn much. And uh, the the uh, Baby King and Kendrick. And then, yeah, of no. course, uh, Rage Brothers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even though I didn't like Melodic Blue that much, I definitely think Same Baby here. Keem had some of the top the top singles of the year. I definitely enjoyed Agreed. everything that everything he put out as like a single uh on the album. So And I really yeah. wanted to put um uh what you call it, Vince Staples, Vince Staples album and and my arm were mentioned though, but it just felt like it was missing something. Like it was cool, definitely cool to ride to. Matter of fact, um, tripping. I'll put that as like song number four as as one of my favorite of the year. But um, yeah, it's just it's the same way like with uh, Ross's Rick Ross's new project where it started off strong, but then as it went on, it felt like it was just missing those quintessential Ross records, like like that the the that dunk one or or that 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 just extra luxury. Uh, sounding track, or like he had the one for the ladies though, but it was like it, it just it just didn't have that extra oomph to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like it, it's been it's it's been a decent year music wise. Oh, and shit. Um, I guess I can throw in number five being Lumberjack, the Tyler Creators one. Yeah, yeah, that one definitely was on repeat for 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 a good good minute when I heard it. So, so yeah, there we yeah. go. There, there's there's my five. Okay. But um, but now other than that, uh, I could run through my shows for the year, but it, this it's a it's a nice long list. So, I mean, I mean, it's plenty. It's plenty of game left. We got a we got a whole new year of children on the internet and lots of things coming at y'all's way. So, nah, we uh, we good on this end. Guys, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. But but no, that I'm like I said, I'm I think to kind of close everything out. Um. 
one of my biggest takeaways for 2021 was, and a lot of this came from both therapy and uh, uh, sermons and Bible study, was the fact of operating in love and really knowing the, the, the importance of that. And with operating in love, that helps with communication. And it's, like I said, the, the, even with uh, the, the argument that I got into with my parents, just knowing, rec- recognizing things where that came from, or if there's something that I need to say, and, and I, I told you off air about it uh, to, to, to a friend of mine's, of just knowing how to communicate with them, knowing to say, hey, I love you, but you did something wrong here. And let me tell you about it. But this is not coming from a place where I'm trying to be malicious and trying to attack you. But I'm just trying to let you know of where I'm coming from. This has been on my heart. So you can take with it, do whatever you want. But I I need to tell you this. And this is not to hurt you. This is to make you better. So so that's some. So, yeah, those those were some of like my 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 biggest takeaways from this year and just just operating with pure intentions and. Yeah, love and attention. Yeah. 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 Um. Hey. Uh. I feel like I had something to say about that. I wish I would have wrote it down. At the beginning of the episode, I was like, I was like. I know exactly what I want to say to close out, to kind of wrap everything up. And I do not, I did not write it down because I just thought it was whatever it was. But yeah. It's well, all good. Like, I, I appreciate you. You always leave us with words of wisdom. So I always appreciate that. But man, if, if there's nothing else, I'm, I'm good to close. Well, I got, I'm I got one to... last, I got one, one very last thing. Last thing I'll say okay. about 2021 and I'll keep it real short. Very short. Okay. Bing bong. <laughs> Fuck your life. <laughs> <laughs> suck my dick, suck my dick, and suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, man. I gotta, I gotta watch more, uh, more side talk. You gotta watch more side talk, bro. That was the best thing I saw last year, dude. But oh my god, <laughs> Kylie Jenner, <laughs> you fine? I ain't gonna lie. You top ten. You top ten. <laughs> Yeah, nah, uh, side talk. You better not go to Dykeman. You better not go to Dykeman. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out Hilarious. to the shout out to black New Yorkers. Yes. Oh, New York is not a real place. Like I refuse <laughs> to believe that place exists. It's just oh, I refuse God. to believe it exists. <laughs> you about yeah. to get no, seriously, to all of our listeners, go on IG and just look up all of the side talk NYC videos. You can so you can so you can know about Spider Cuz and know why he always talks about fuck Batman. <laughs> all this other random. Uh, you, right. you can learn about Dykeman. You can learn about Harlem. Uh, you, you can uh, you can do uh, your uh, you can woo walk. Uh, you can uh, get your whole uh, New York macho hyper masculine bravado of saying, you know, fuck you talking about, uh, and you're get all that uh, all together when you watch uh, Side Talk NYC. So, once again, shout out right. to our New Yorkers. <laughs> right. And shout out to the Knicks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely big shout out to the Knicks. Knicks tape. <laughs> 
Oh, damn, damn. But yeah, man, that's all I got. Uh, I just hope for health, wealth, prosperity, spirituality, uh, happy uh, mentality, physicality, fiscalness, and and happiness, joy, uh, peace, and just fish grease and 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 no ratty towels. Yeah. No ratty towels. <laughs> no ratty. Yeah, <laughs> oh, damn, I love this past season of uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. But all right, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Nah, man. Hey, remember how important your peace is. Peace of mind. Um, your peace. Like, value that may not be your utmost responsibility um, because sometimes it's hard to have peace with certain things. But, you know, sometimes yeah. if we can't pray for uh, prosperity or pray for a solution or pray for uh, deliverance so we can at least pray for peace with the things that may be out of our control. Value mm. that, man. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and, sometimes, but, and sometimes some battles aren't yours, and that's okay. And that's some, some, completely fine. That is completely fine. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you know it takes a lot to admit that. Sometimes it takes experience to realize that some battles aren't yours and aren't worth fighting. So, yep. So, either way, Mark, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let's go ahead and close this the whole thing out, and go ahead and let the people know where to find us and all that other good shit. Of course, y'all. We have been it's been the children in that podcast. Uh, Byron, this is Michael, and. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, uh, uh, Pandora, um, uh, soon come other places that you can get podcasts at. Uh, go listen to the Frames of Flops podcast. Uh, sign up for the email distribution list. Follow us on social media. Stay up with us, and we will catch you. After the drop, we got the children in it. We got. Nice.